Three years ago, I went on a hiking trip with a priest friend. We went to the part of the Daniel Boone National Forest known as Red River Gorge. It's in those rolling tree-covered hills of Kentucky. There I found beautiful rock formations and moderately intense hiking on trails that were filled with tree roots, steep cliffs, and rocks reaching out almost as if they were trying to grab your toes. I'd hiked at Turkey Run and in Brown County, but this place made both of those seem like a walk in the neighborhood. This was going to be an adventure, I thought. Well, having researched the gorge a bit, I quickly learned that the, this forest in this part of Kentucky was known for two types of poisonous snakes, the copperhead and the timber rattler, a lot like the Hoosier National Forest. It was also bear country, so you had to be ready to encounter a black bear and hope that you didn't get caught in between a cub and its mama. There was lots of poison ivy there and cliffs that have resulted in some unfortunate accidents. So given all of that, I'm kind of surprised at how willing I was to venture out. I'm scared of heights, terrified of snakes, and I definitely cannot outrun a bear. In fact, my friend I was with said, I don't have to run fast, I just have to run faster than you. That wasn't very comforting. But I knew the beauty of God's creation would be worth it all. I wore that perfect light hiking clothes, took my driver's license, a bottle of water, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that I made myself, a hiking stick, and an excessive amount of anxiety. After the hike, I came back to camp and sat down and read the gospel that we just heard. He instructed them to take nothing for the journey but a walking stick. No food, no sack, no money in their belts. They were, however, to wear sandals, but not a second tunic. And it kind of hit home. My hike was a metaphor for life. And the preparation for the hike really was important. Mark shared with us how Jesus taught the Twelve about life. Those whom he had already called to leave behind their way of life in order to preach the gospel, he gathered them together for a moment and he prepared them to be sent out. The instructions for their preparation were anything but practical. It wasn't about packing lightly so that they could have an easier walk. It wasn't that they lived in a world where everything was free and they didn't need money. It was about complete trust in God. It's a lesson that we revisit each day. God had given them a mission and the power to ward off evil. They were given authority over unclean spirits. They were given power over the devil. And God promised to them the Holy Spirit, the clean spirit, to help provide for their every need. Certainly the disciples struggled, like each of us who try to plan and predict so much in our lives that we oftentimes forget about inviting the Holy Spirit to guide us. The mission of the apostles 
and how Jesus told them to prepare is a lesson for us. Take a walking stick to help you on rocky ground and to ward off dangerous creatures along the way. I had my hiking stick along so that I could fend off that certain attack from a venomous snake I was convinced was going to bite my ankles. I never saw one, but I was ready. In life, the walking stick for us is our faith and the sacraments. Daily prayer, frequent reception of the Eucharist, and the sacraments of healing all help us remain safe in the face of the devil's work. Take only one tunic and a pair of sandals. Too much focus on the earthly will only distract the eternal. I brought too much anxiety on my hike that I missed some of the most beautiful views. My eyes were glued to my feet, looking around for what might trip me up or attack. I didn't trust enough. So often we focus on how we look to others, what they will think, or if we will have control over everything so that the results can be perfect. So often we plan for every moment that we miss the treasure of the moments that God gives us. Jesus teaches us to leave room for the Holy Spirit to work, to not focus so much on the things of this world that we forget the eternal. He also encourages us to trust in the hospitality of others. People will give you a place to rest, a meal for the moment, and the kindness of Christ. God's goodness is not only something that rests in our own lives. Jesus wants us to trust that others can be infused with the love of Christ and that they will share it out of love for him and for us. It's also a reminder to us to look out for ways to share the love of God with others who are in need. As for what to say, well, Jesus told the disciples in another lesson that the Holy Spirit would give them the words they needed at the right moment. They didn't have to worry about a script or too much of their own plan. Just his mission joined with prayer, trust, and openness to God's will. St. Bede reflected on these lessons from Jesus, and he shared some wisdom to those who are called to preach. I think it's a wisdom that we can reflect on and apply to many situations in life. He said to the preacher, the preacher should so trust in God that he is convinced that he will have everything he needs to support life, even if he cannot himself obtain it. For he should not neglect eternal things through worrying about temporal things. When we apply this wisdom in light of the gospel, it really does boil down to trust in God. We find that saying on our coins, we find that saying on our license plates. Do people find this saying written 
right here on our hearts. What does God's trust look like? It's accompanied by daily prayer. It comes with a sense of peace in light of a challenge. And trust always involves humility because we allow God to be God. It is that certain knowledge that God will provide. This week, we take home with us the opportunity to reflect upon these things in our lives. What is the journey that God is calling you to? And what should you get ready for that journey? What are the important things that Christ says you should have prepared, like the spiritual walking stick? And what do you need to leave behind so that you can trust God more? Anxiety? And what is he promising to each of us as we embrace his call? Healing? Freedom? Eternal life? This is a fascinating gospel to ponder in light of the adventures of our own lives.